Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Finding Harmony podcast with me, your host, Harmony Slater. Well, hello, hello, hello. It's Harmony here, and I'm excited that you have decided to join us today and listen to this episode. Our guest is a very dear old friend of ours, Joey Solano. Some of you may know him if you've spent time in Mysore, but many of you may not know him because he's not a teacher of Ashtanga Yoga. In fact, he is actually a tax accountant. Uh, But he made his first journey to Mysore in 2004 and has traveled back pretty much annually since then, almost annually, and has spent many months practicing with uh, Sri K. Patabi Joyce as well as R. Sharat Joyce, and also more recently has spent his time practicing with Saraswati Joyce. So he has a very unique perspective on the practice and on different teaching styles of the teachers. He also doesn't have your typical yoga body. He uh, has been maybe held, you would say, or kind of stuck at that Marichyas in a C position for many years, working diligently on his practice daily and uh, still working to find that bind in Marichyas in a C. So we'll hear his perspective on the practice and on what it's like to work at the same posture for a long, long period of time, 18 years. Um, And he's just a delight. His stories are hilarious. He's probably one of our only guests so far to be able to say that he performed a Bollywood dance for the Joyce family during one of the birthday celebrations. And I just know you're going to have a really enjoyable time listening to all of his hilarious stories. I'd also like to uh, remind you or invite you, if you're in the United States, uh, to my weekend workshop retreat. It's in Palm Springs, in Palm Desert, actually, just a little bit outside of Palm Springs. And it's happening this coming weekend, November 18th to the 22nd. November 18th will be sort of a dinner uh, meet and greet, and then we'll start practice on November 19th and continue until November. November 22nd. And I hope that you join me there in the desert. Uh, you can find all of the information at desertyogashala.com and there'll be a link in the bio. I would love to see you there for any or all of the weekend retreat and classes. So without any further ado, here is Joey Solano. Warning. The following program contains scenes with coarse language and nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, welcome to the Finding Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Harmony, and I'm here with Russell Case. Um, <clears throat> Harmony, I we received some really nice fan letters oh, really? recently. We, You know, we do get uh, comments and remarks from our listeners. Yeah. Uh, I just thought um, we had a couple of interesting questions from some longstanding listeners. I just wanted, um, I just thought it'd be nice to read their questions on the radio. All right, sure. All right, all right. So uh, first off, the first letter that I have is from Dr. Danny Kozmowski. 
of Australia. I think she was on the show, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So Danny wrote, <clears throat> Harmony, have you considered booking Russell in with a speech pathologist? <laughs> he seems to have a stammering Tourette's thing going on. Oh. Okay, that's a bit rude. Um, <laughs> our second letter uh, is from our Finding Harmony fan club co-founder, Valerie Swift, yeah. friend of the program. <laughs> uh, she asks, Harmony, congratulations on opening up your marriage. I'm sure it will serve you well. <laughs> okay, that's not really a question, Val. Um, have to ask you about that later offline. Yeah. Um, maybe <laughs> you I missed talk my to Instagram you. post. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I should get on Instagram. I haven't since the whole Facebook meta thing. Um, finally, uh, Martha Haynes of Florida asks, Russell, thank you. I received your bottle of microdoses. I know we can put this to good use. And it goes on. Okay, that's really more of a private letter. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, well, I'm Martha. Introduce <laughs> our guest today. To, I didn't, I yeah, we're just going to move right on I from think that. I should have maybe edited, <laughs> reviewed. So, did you know today we're meeting with a very special old friend of ours? Did you know this? Is he a speech pathologist? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jose Solano the third. Joey. Joey. Joey Solano? Yeah, Joey oh, Solano. Oh, fantastic. Hi, Joey. How Joey, are you? Joey, how are I'm good. <laughs> it's so nice to see you and speak with you today. Yeah, it's nice to see you both. I haven't, you know, seen you guys in a long time. I know. We were just kind of reminiscing. I think we all met in Mysore in 2004, which yeah, seems like... Yeah, that was like... my first trip. I think I saw you and I saw Russell, Russell too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And then 2005, I think we spent a lot of the same time there. Yeah, I was, I was in Mysore for five um, five months in 2005. Yeah. My trip was four months. My second trip was five. I just, I fell in love with Mysore right away. <laughs> like, I felt so at home. It was, it was weird, you know. What, why did you, why did you feel at home there? I'm going to try no and scan my last one. I really have no idea why I felt at home. I mean... First of all, going to India in itself was a scary thing, you know, before I even, what you call that. And I actually talked to my father about that because, you know, I was like, you know, dad, I want to go, I think like three or four years before that, I was like, I want to go to India. And he goes, why would you go to India? I sent you to the U.S. You know, <laughs> you know like I was going to quit my job too, you know, and the first time he said, you know, that's a stupid idea, kind of, I kind of just, you know, put it in the, in the, in the, in the, in my back, um, I think I was living in Florida. I lived in Florida from 95 to 2000. Mm -hmm. um, I actually started Ashtanga in, 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 in Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. Um, this was when Wayne was still teaching. Wayne was the only... Hanuman Wayne. Wayne. Hanuman Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Was he your, he was your um, first teacher? Um, my first Mysore-style teacher. Um, I had done a little Bikram. And I had done um, some Ashtanga, but um, with this with this lady called Mary Schroeder, um, but she had never been to Mysore. Um, and in fact, I actually um, here's a trivia: I did Wayne's teacher training, and I was with um, now I'm forgetting his name. Um, crap! From where? Oh, shit! 
He's in Mexico now. Um, he's oh, Michael, Michael Hamilton. Michael, oh, no, no, Michael, Michael Gannon. Michael, Michael Gannon. Gannon. Yeah. The MTV so star. I went on, yeah. I went, I did the teacher training with um, Michael with Gannon. Michael Gannon. Oh, yeah. yeah so he had, his, he had just recently started, you know. Wow. Sort of, right? and, yeah. and Wayne actually had a really nice studio because it was a couple of blocks from South Beach. Oh, nice. So we would yeah. practice because he had rented this studio and he lived in the studio. It had a shower and a bathroom. So we would, after practice, we would walk down a couple of blocks, jump into the, the beach and then go back, take a quick shower. And then I was living in Fort Lauderdale. And so I had to drive like 45 minutes to go home. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this was way before um, Miami Life. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. like so is, um, ages before. <laughs> like 90, either 96 or 97. And would you go every day? Would you drive 45 minutes every day? I think so, yeah. One way. And I had a friend minutes. in um, Fort, the Fort Lauderdale area. We would carpool. Oh, uh, amazing. Yeah, wow. so yeah, so I was I was pretty dedicated. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I mean, and I, I had done the teacher training, and, and then I kind of thought, like, oh, man, I, I want to go to India. It's just in my mind. I don't know why I wanted to go to India. And then... Um, <laughs> In 2000, I decided I was debating between New York and Snitas and L.A. Um, I had visited Eddie um, in in um, in New York. I actually met Guy Donahue at that time was assisting Eddie. So I had met wow, him uh, in the restaurant. The <laughs> I tend to meet people in the restaurant. I actually have a, a short chat. Um, my conversation went like this. I'm like, oh, I'm moving to L.A. Um, um, and he and he told me, oh, you know, um, Noah Noah Will, Williams teaches in 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 LA, and I said, no, I'm practicing with you know Chuck and Monty because they're certified. You know, I mean, I didn't know better, but yeah, yeah. I eventually ended up with Noah because yeah. uh, I didn't connect with Chuck or Monty. Yeah, right. but I had moved for them. You know, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, wow. and then occasionally I'll drive to Encinitas um, to practice with Tim. You know, yeah, um, yeah. and then. Um, I practiced a little bit with Jurgen, right? Because I was living in the west side of LA, and Noah and Kimberly um, were in Silver Lake, which is close to downtown. Yeah, and the and cool part is um, once a week. I eventually, I don't know why, I remembered about what um, Guy Guy Donna you said. You know, you should practice with Noah, and um, I think for some reason, I started driving across town. Yeah, um, yeah, and. The funny thing is, um, they had a smaller studio first when they were still married, Noah and Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go on Sunday and Noah, Noah ignored me. <laughs> really? Yeah. He did. He did. And I respected him for that because I was only coming once, uh, once a week. And so if I had any questions, I would always talk to Kimberly. Right. And then finally, I found the courage to go to Mysore and I reached out to Kimberly. I said, Kimberly, I want to go to Mysore. You know, can you give me some advice? And then Kimberly told me, well, first thing you need to do is have a daily practice. Because at that time I did it. Right. right. That's, yeah, that's excellent advice. So um, I literally drove every day um, from the west side to to um, Silver Lake. And then after practice, yeah. I'll just get a wet towel, you know, kind of like dry myself up. And then I head back to the west side. So, I mean, that was kind of dedication. 
Yeah, because LA traffic, that's about another 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, going going there at six o'clock is not a big deal. It's like 20 minutes. Yeah. But going from from Silver Lake to um going from Silver Lake to um Century City at that time was a good 45 minutes. And then mm. the weird thing, well, not really weird, but I I, I kind of understand is once I started coming every day. Noah was there for me every day. Aww, but like Noah nice. was like, I'm not gonna bother with you until you commit Make to a this commitment. practice, yeah. which is which is understandable, and I love both of them for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's interesting. I remember being in a a bathroom in, at uh, Eddie's place a couple years ago, and I I just finished my practice, and I remember like I just put my mat down, and Willem Dafoe was next to me. And it was like, oh, yeah. wow, that that's... happened to me in Silver Lake too. Yeah, yeah. In Silver Twice. Lake, Willem Dafoe practiced next to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's nuts. Literally, he's small. Yeah, he's very small. Yeah. So I was uh I was practicing next to him, and uh, I remember I I don't want to uh, gloat, but I, I was doing uh Nakrasana, the crocodile, and I heard him audibly say, Whoa. <laughs> and it was like, oh, he's really, that's cool. That's awesome. Like, you know, this, this is, I've impressed Willem Dafoe with my practice. And I went into the bathroom and he was in there and I was like, oh, cool. It's just the two of us. And I can't wait to meet him. And he, he uh, looked up at me and we made eye contact and then his pants fell down around his ankles and it was just me and his, and his dick, you know? <laughs> and I wanted to shake his hand, but it was just kind of like, I could only really like shake his dick if I wanted to. I feel like we've told this story before. I don't know. Maybe we have, but I was really embarrassed. And I can I have really... a funny story at uh, Noah's, what you call that, um, Noah and Kimberly, because they're very close to Lisa Edelstein. Yeah. Yo, Petri's ex girlfriend. Yeah, and Kati um, in House. Lisa, Lisa Edelstein, who was on the West Wing as the prostitute the first season. Okay. And so, on House. And she was on House as the head doctor. <laughs> So I had gotten back to uh, from Mysore on my first trip, and after practice outside, you know, I don't know what happened, but she said, "Oh, so you came from Mysore?" I said, "Yeah," and and um, he said, "Oh, how, what do you do? How were you able to go to Mysore?" I was like, "Well, I'm a tax accountant, and um, um, you know, I have time, I took time off and stuff like that." And I said, "Why won't you go to Mysore?" It's like, "Oh, you know, I, I, I'm so busy." Um, I forgot exactly what she said. You know, they just picked up um, my po- program or something like that. Oh, and I said, yeah. what do you do? And she goes, I'm an actress. I'm like, am I supposed to know you? <laughs> you, more. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's, she's famous, but she's not that famous. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Not, yeah. Like, super you know? famous. Yeah, but yeah. probably it was before House, but yeah. after no, West They had just picked up House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So you, well, I didn't, it wasn't like, a household name for sure. She wasn't. And like... But she, but later on, I looked looked her up. And it's like okay, she's been in um, the Mel Gibson movie, um, What Women Want, and mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, oh. And so like you never know. Um, practicing with Noah and Kimberly, like who was there? Like I actually met the producer of Sleepless in Seattle. She's a tiny oh. lady, very sweet. Oh wow! But you would never know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. being in LA, I'm sure you get a lot of. Sundars coming in at that time. One time, Gwyneth Paltrow was there too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She Um, she makes the rounds. (laughs) She's close to Kimberly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she would come into uh, Austin, Texas, into the studio there. Uh, 
Every once in a while. That very tall man. Yeah, as Gurji would describe her. That very tall man. Yeah, very nice. Very, very tall boy, I think he said. <laughs> I, uh, before we go too much further, I should actually, I should introduce you for our audience. Um, we have a number of questions for you, but you've, you've really covered most of them with your backstory, but we'll keep going. Um, for those Ashtanga yogis out there, be advised that our esteemed guest today, Joey Solano, is a licensed accountant. Should uh, and should your um, it should be your accountant for all your oh, no. small <laughs> business. Me. Needs. I wouldn't hire me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joey, in the time since I've known you, my father married a Filipina woman, and she's now uh, Be- Bella is now my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been kuya to uh, a Filipino younger brother. He's mm-hmm. thirty-seven years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey, does that make us pinsan? With- would well, you Pinsan say we're, cousin. Yeah, we're Pinsan now? Not really, because we're oh, related. I think we are, though. <laughs> Sorry. Very literal in the usage of cousins. No, I always yeah. call the Filipino people my well, if you consider, if you consider um, yourself Filipino, then we might be Kababayan, which is countrymen. Kababayan? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'll, remember, I'll ask my mom if yeah, I can use that yeah. word. Yeah. Kababayan. That, would, oh. that might be more appropriate if you like... Okay. If if in your heart you're part Filipino, then you can we can call you know I can call you Kababayan or something. Well, but my mom <laughs> is, my mom is Filipina, so Kababayan. I'm gonna ask her if I can do that. I called her Mama Sita once, and she said I can't call her that. That's not. She's good. from the north, right? She's probably Tagalog. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm from the south. I don't speak Tagalog very well. I can, but I don't oh, speak very well. And okay. Kuya and and Ate, that's more like what Tagalogs use. Yeah, yeah, ate, it's So that's why when you say kuya, it's like, oh yeah, probably she's probably she's, Tagalog since that was she, yeah, she's a Tagalog speaker. Yeah. I I heard once uh that Filipinos spent send more money back home to the Philippines than any other nation on earth. Have you that's heard true. that? It's we true. export people. You export people <laughs> yeah, and send money back. Because there's import no work. money, export people. Well, we they send the money, but we do export like um, in the U.S., there's not a hospital without a Filipino nurse. Right. And probably in Canada, too, now. We have so many, very well, large population of harmony, Filipino people. My the, grandmother has like an army of Filipino ladies that take care of her. Yeah. yeah. And I call them all ate, every one of them. They're delightful. Yeah. They're yeah. so sweet. Yeah. And they're all Ate-Nis, sending they're money home. Than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So one of them is older, one of them's younger. It doesn't matter who you are. I'll call you sir or ma'am. Doesn't matter how old you are, but I will do that. So it's fine. They take such good care of her. They're always making us all kinds of food. So much of noodles upstairs that we could share (laughs) with our audience. It just it says a lot to me about about family and I that Filipinos have this rich culture of of sharing. And I know my dad sends money back home to the Philippines too. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend Sparky, who's been on the show, sends money back home. I, I, I just, um, can you speak to, to, to that? Does it feel like family is central in, oh, a, yeah, in a way sure. that's, that's more so than in the States? Mm-hmm. I mean, I spe- me and my siblings, we, we send a little to my mom um, just mm-hmm. so she's got extra. I mean, she's she's 88. She's going to turn 89 in July. So, wow. Um, but um, it's just recently that we're sending. Um, what we tend to do, um, me and my siblings, um, 
I, I grew up with a nanny. Okay. So, um, and we call him Yaya. And she's been, she had worked with us since she was 16 years old. She, was, wow. she took care of me. Um, and um, so she has three sons. Well, she yeah. had three sons. She only has two now. So we sent money to put them to school. Amazing. And then um, her, she's got a granddaughter and two grandsons. I'm paying for the grandson's um, tuition so that wow. you can go to a better school. Wow. wow. And so you yeah. kind of just do it if you, you know, if you want to help people. That's why I don't really like do charitable contributions when I can actually help people that mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, we have we have cousins like one time um my um was she oh she married to my cousin's wife had cancer and so like all my all my cousins we all tried to pitch in to help for for um the cost of the hospital because it's really expensive. Yeah. And and we're huge like um my mom there are nine siblings. Yeah. Well, wow. And my dad there were eight siblings. So, Whoa. I think, so many cousins. I think just first degree cousins. I, I counted it was like over 50. Whoa. <laughs> and some of them I don't know very well. Whoa. I have 11. It seems like a tremendous amount of people. I can't keep no, track. No, a lot. We have a lot. So during Christmas, 50. our parties are huge. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So family is so important in a no, way. Family is like... really important for Filipinos. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you so you're thinking about someday moving back there and starting a farm? Is well, that right? My yes. How, when did I tell you that? How do you I have no idea. I I, <laughs> I I memorize little details about people. That's why we have a podcast. Oh okay. Um. So basically, Friday's my last day. I I quit my job. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. So um, I'm taking three months off. So so I used to always do that because I used to quit April 15 and October 15 and then. You know, I used to go to India or or go travel backpack in Europe or stuff because I always had the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, yeah, I'm taking three months off. And the funny thing is, I I wasn't even looking for a job, and I already have I kind of have a job ready in February. Wow! <laughs> you know, that's how in the Philippines or here no, back, um, back. Eventually, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's another accounting firm. Um. One of the partners is a very good friend of mine. We actually went to college together, and she's she's a partner in the firm, so she owns the firm. And um, we had talked about this a long time ago because the young kids don't want to take accounting. Oh, and there are very there's there are very few accountants, and they don't even want to do tax, which is which is exhausting because we put like twelve to fourteen hours a day during tax season, and. And we'll we'll do that for like six weeks or mm-hmm. right. sometimes eight weeks, and it's it's like sitting in a computer for twelve to fourteen hours. It's like it really, um, you know, everything goes downhill. You know, yeah. wise that. But we we have to crank through because there's so much work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the things that I had talked to her a long time ago is like, we need to go to the Philippines and train Filipino accountants to do U.S. tax. Mm. Yeah, because we both graduated in the Philippines, and um, you know, financial accounting is pretty much the same. And we use U.S. textbooks. Yeah, um, the tax side is the part where we have to train them. So, so we both know what they don't know, and we know what they do know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we talked about it, and um, 
probably not this tax season, but sometime in June and July, I'm going to go to the Philippines and we're going to look for people who we can hire and train. Um, and then eventually, um, maybe in two to three years, um, me and my wife will move um, to the Philippines to do it. Um, we're not kind of ready to move yet because my wife, Linda, um, um, loves California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. California is great. I love California too because we like to go hiking in, in the national parks and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm tired of the rat race. I really yeah, am. I'm sure. But I, you, you were suggesting starting a farm. I, I will eventually. Yeah. That's my long term. Because goal. Harmony is the caretaker for your mom. Also, I mean, your grandma also wants to start a farm. Yeah. In the, she's saving her money here in Canada to go buy a farm, to buy a hectare, which I think is like 10 acres. She no, no, to buy one a hectare. hectare is 2.4 acres. Oh, okay, not as much. Yeah. Okay. Heck, okay. Um, I, I, I still have, I already have the land. Well, I have land. Um, um, one of my, eventually I want to do like a permaculture farm. Yeah, but, amazing. Um, one of my, one of my friend's sister, um, he's doing, he's raising chickens. Like, so um, he, he, he ba- he's basically supplied the, the chicks and then he fattens the chicks and then sells it back to the person that would you call that. So, so yeah. I think it's called broiler. Um, broiler. But he wants he wants me to join him and do um, chicken um, egg production. Right. So he's got land too. Um, and I was supposed I'm trying to go either December or January um, to the Philippines to see his farm and talk about numbers. But you know I don't want to move to the Philippines um, and starve. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> Is it? Is it a common fantasy to go back no, to the no, Philippines and no. have a farm? None of my siblings um, like plants. Well, my brother maybe, but my two sisters. My mo- I got it from my mom. My mom has a green thumb. Okay, I just, I'm worried that my father is going to move back and start a farm. That's all. <laughs> like, you, you, you know, let me tell you something. One of the things. So Linda, my wife's English mm-hmm. and British. Like, huh? British? She's British? She's British. Um, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah I met really? her in Mysore. I did that once. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and one of the things I told her when I met her in Mysore is um, what you call that, I'm not growing old in a Western country. Oh, yeah. That's not you a know, good because, idea, is it? Because what happens is, and I think you, your dad lucked out. <laughs> By because marrying a much younger Filipino woman? That's part of it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> no, but, Actually, but my mom and I both agree with that. The thing is, if, if you're in the West, when you're older, you're going to end up in a nursing home just waiting to die at some yeah. point. Uh, unless yeah. you die early. Yeah, or you have the wealth and uh, emotional leverage to make your entire extended family take care of you, like Harmony's mom. Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, my mom, for example, she's 88, but she still lives in her house. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. You know, she's 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 got a cook, she's got a maid, mm-hmm. she has a driver, she's got a gardener. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, um, and family always takes care. You know, like it's just recently that they're opening assisted care living and nursing homes. But before that, you live, you know, it was always the obligation of the children, totally, um, to take care of their parents. You mm-hmm. know, and and when we went to Cebu the first time. You know, Cebu. Cebu. What is that? That's where I'm from. Oh, in, in the Philippines. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the second biggest city outside of Manila. Oh, I see. Forgive me. 
Yeah. yeah so thank you. I'm from Cebu City. So, so like when my mom, like, for example, she wants to meet up with her friends, you know, the driver will take her to the restaurant and um, one of the ladies in the house will accompany her so that, you know, because my mom has, um, um, she had uh, knee, knee, whatever, replacement. Okay. Uh-huh. So she, she walks very slow. Yeah. yeah. And so like, there's always a lady that can accompany her and like, she needs to go to the restroom. There's a lady that accompanies her. And, you know, when she walks around the mall, there's always somebody. So like, there's always somebody that can take care of. Yeah. At some point, we're all going to grow old. Yeah. It's true. Um, it's did, true. How many siblings do you have? We're five. I'm five. The third of five. And did your folks send all of you to the States to study? No, we didn't study here. Um, oh, you didn't? So my mom and dad um, were married in the Philippines. I'm sorry, in the United States. Oh, wow. Um, they had come to the U.S. to do their training. Um, they're both doctors. Mm-hmm. And my older sister and older brother were born here. Okay. So they were automatic U.S. Americans, yeah. yeah. And then when they, after they were done with their training, they went back to the Philippines. Okay. So I was born, my younger sister and my younger brother were born in the Philippines. Um, okay. And um, when my older brother and older sister were older, they moved to the to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And um, my siblings petition my mom so that so that we younger kids can go um and then um all of us eventually lived in the u.s and my mom and dad stayed um in the in the in the philippines Um, wow you separated yeah but um luckily for my mom and dad at some point when my younger sister turned 30 um she was working in florida as a physical therapist Mm -hmm. and she just called my dad and he said i want to go home i want to go back to school and my dad said, okay, come home. Okay. So at the age of 30, she goes back to the Philippines and um, went to medical school. And, you know, the thing is, is like, I can call my mom and say, I want to move back home. And she's like, yeah, for sure. No problem. That's like, you know, yeah. I eventually <laughs> will move back with, you know, because it's a big yeah. house. And, yeah. and my, mom and my mom would love the company. So would my mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She'd welcome you and I both, Joey. She'd love Yeah, exactly. And, and my parents have always opened the house to like, yeah. When we all left, like there'll be all sorts of people living in the house because it's huge. It's like five bedrooms and it was just the two of them. And the rooms yeah. are huge. When so, I was teaching in the Philippines, I stayed in a, the family house of uh, one of the women who was hosting me. And it was sort of like the house that nobody lives in, but they have sort of a couple of people who take care of the house. Mm-hmm. And it was the biggest house I've ever been in in my whole life. The guest house? <laughs> yeah. The guest house, the is, is biggest house. Manila? Yeah, it was in oh. Manila. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. And they had the pool in the backyard and like basically the or- orchard trees everywhere. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is paradise. <laughs> yeah. My mom, my mom's, my mom and dad's house is pretty big. Um, it's got a big yard too. Um, and, um, my sister actually lives with my mom, with her husband. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, my mom's never really alone. Yeah, that's nice. nice. You know? And um, and then I've got a lot of cousins. So every so often, somebody's birthday, then we all meet up, you know? Yeah. Um, so forgive me. So what ages did you live in the state? I mean, you obviously been there since, but like, when did you start living in the States? I moved when I was already 29. 29? Yeah. I'm 55, by the way. Oh, you're not 55. Yeah, so. I would have thought you were 29, <laughs> honest. Well, and so you moved, 
you moved to the States when you were 29. And uh, I'm not sure I understand. Were you, are you a naturalized citizen now? Yes. I got a green card because I got it from my, from my mom. Okay. You know, who got it from my two older siblings. Oh, okay, so okay, okay. That all makes all sense. My two older siblings were automatic U.S. citizen. Yeah. Then um, I think in sometime like 84, she started the process of applying. Yeah, okay. So I actually graduated university in the Philippines, plus I worked in the Philippines. Right. I think it was maybe 28 or 29. I don't remember. Yeah. What year? 95, whatever. Yeah. In 19, when I moved. I first moved to Florida. Um, you moved us to Fort Lauderdale, the south that area, and pretty quickly you decided you wanted to start doing yoga. Well, um, I actually did yoga a, a year or two after I moved. Um, the first one was in a gym, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. It was kind of like a Bikram yoga. Mm-hmm. And in in Fort Lauderdale, there's a lot of Bikram yoga. There's um, one of the the second oldest um, Bikram teacher is actually based in Fort Lauderdale. So I did yeah. some of his. So I did Bikram probably for a year or two. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then I dabbled into a Yangar and Kundalini. Well, and then I met Mary Schroeder, who, 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 who kicked my butt the first time I did Ashtanga. It wiped me out. I was like, holy shit, I love this thing. <laughs> what did you, why were you going to yoga classes in the first place? What did you love about it? Well, the, you know, I, I, first of all, I was a member of a gym and I was like, oh, let me try this yoga. And so I did Bikram and I was like, I would like sleep so deeply. Ah. It was so amazing. It's like, I really love this. And then I kept doing it. Mm-hmm. And then because wow. it was only like three days a week, I started looking for places where I could almost do it every day. Mm-hmm. And I would drive. I mean, literally from Fort, I was in Davie, which is like Fort Lauderdale area. And we would, I would drive to, when I found about, about Wayne, I, I would drive to, to, to Wayne's studio. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and I think I did it almost every day. I was pretty um, dedicated, you know. And did you just like it because it was really hard? I felt so good after. Ah, That's yeah. all. I mean, I, you know, it's, it just like, I always felt relaxed and it's just, I just felt good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then I kind of started, then I did his teacher training and then I kind of debated, you know, I, I want, I wanted a more senior teacher. Yeah. 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 Um, Wayne was a little immature. <laughs> he, he was a unique character for, for sure. all, very so look for all we know wayne is a devout listener to the show so let's you know that's all i know is he's a unique character no, <laughs> he I, walked I, on his I, hands i used to he walked on his hands all the time which is too. how he got the name hanuman i think because mm-hmm. he was always walking yeah. on his hands <laughs> yeah. no, I, I i mean that's how dedicated i was i was like oh, i really want and i my, actually so i went to New York to practice with Eddie. I went yeah. to um, um, Yoga Works to practice with Mati and Chuck. And then I had visited um, Tim Miller. And I like, of all the three, my first choice would have been Eddie. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't really want to live in New York. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't th- and then um, Encinitas was too small of a town. Yeah. And there was more work for me in LA being in like yeah. mm-hmm. um, Did So you- I started in Yoga Works. Um, Did- but why did you want to be an accountant? Huh? Why did you want to be an accountant? Oh, I didn't want to be an accountant. I didn't, right. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> okay. okay. And did your folks tell you that you should be an accountant? No, I was pre-med. Oh, oh yeah, wow. you should have been pre-med, yeah. You know, when you have, when both your parents are doctors... You should be a doctor. 
Kind of. None um. of my brothers are doctors, but my two sisters are. Oh, yeah. wow. But my dad could see that I wasn't very good at oh. sciences. Okay. And, yeah. and they always knew that I was good at math. So after two years in pre-med, he kind of told me, you know, if I want to go to US, U.S., it's very hard for you to go to, to be a doctor in the U.S. And, you know, you're really better than math. And I was barely passing my chemistry and my biology and all those pre-med subjects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he said, maybe you should do either um, engineering or accounting. And I was just like, okay, accounting works. <laughs> Not knowing. <laughs> 30 years later, you know, still doing it. But you know what? I, I don't regret. Um, although I've for many years been trying to move out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm kind of slowly transitioning. Um, I'm slowly transitioning. I mean, but I'm not, I, I love making what I make because mm-hmm. I kind of, I don't want to be poor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you can take time off too, which is yeah, so nice. Exactly. I can take time off. And that's and the amazing. Even better, you know, because of the, because of the, um, because of the pandemic, like, I'm going to the office once every two or three weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. You can Everything. just do I'm all also, your work at home. Yeah. I'm, I've got three monitor, three monitors here. Um, and we moved from a one bedroom apartment to a two bedroom apartment so that I, I can have a separate room because sitting in the kitchen table is so distracting. I always end up going in the kitchen. Yeah. Every hour. <laughs> yeah. So. What's amazing though, to me, it, is really you had such an opportunity in say I think 2004 you finally decide to go to Mysore and you really like the Sushtanga yoga practice you have this relationship with Noah and Kimberly that's sincere and you're a devoted practitioner and you go it still seems like a lot to say I'm going to go to India can you can you walk us through that decision and what it was like for you to get there the first time um Aside from being an accountant, um, at one point, and I, I still can do it if I want. Um, I'm also um, a certified massage therapist. Mm. Oh, cool! It's a really weird thing to do, but um, <laughs> I have always wanted to go to India. It's just, it's just, it was just a fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used when I had time, I used to go to the Esalen Institute. Oh yeah, oh, the Esalen Institute. Up, up so I did um, California. gone for weekends and I had gone to Esalen. I did ben. one, I did this was I can remember it because it was a turning point in my life. Um I had done a, I had done a five-day um um massage therapy uh, course in Esalen and um within the class it was really interesting because they were engineers, lawyers, and all that stuff. And um in the morning, I would do my, my yoga practice, and this German lady approached me, and she said, oh, you, you do Ashtanga? I said, yeah. And she goes, um, and she told me, she told me, oh, yeah, I, did Ashtanga, I do Ashtanga too. Um, um, and then for some reason, she kind of told me that she went to Mysore. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I told her, um, I've always wanted to go to Mysore, but I've always been afraid. And she goes, if, if, if a German lady can go to Mysore alone, there's really no reason why you can't. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I need to go to Mysore, you know, and I drove 
to um back to LA knowing that that everything I was going to do was you know to go get myself ready to go to Mysore. Wow. Um luckily I I had been saving money um to buy um a condo. Yeah. But it fell through. I chickened oh. out. Oh. <laughs> oh no. I had a lot of cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing that I was worried about was um I had changed job almost every two years. Yeah. And I was talking to a headhunter and he was like, why are you changing your job again? (laughs) And, you know, he asked me why I changed this job. And I said, I gave him a reason and blah, blah, blah. And after a while, he just looked at me and says, you know, all your reasons are valid, but at some point you need to be accountable. And I just sat back and said, holy shit, I hate being an accountant. (laughs) (laughs) But... But so part of it was the fear that when I came back, you know, people won't hire me because I keep jumping from one job to another. Yeah. Right. But I said, what the hell? I had so much money saved for a condo. You know, I was my down payment. So I was like, I'm going to India. Wow. <laughs> you know, and so I went to India. So it was like September 2004. Mm-hmm. I think I dropped by the Philippines before going to India. And I came back to the States at the end of January. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, I did not have a problem getting a job, which was surprising. By May of that, no, by June of 2005, I was back in Mysore. Right. Yeah. yeah. I just love being in the room. You but, know, I just love the energy. I just love practicing. Um, let me ask you a question because something stuck with me that you said to me back then. Um, in 2004, Correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it was on your first trip, and you described, I think, to me that you felt that Gokulam was a little clicky, and you and I were talking in the bathroom when we met, and I was, I guess, telling you something about, you know, how something should work, maybe where we're supposed to practice or do our change or do our changing or do our finishing. I'm not sure, and you said that um, you really appreciated that I that I was kind to you, I think. is. It, do you remember this story? Yeah, I kind of, um, yes, I think I do because, um, lot, and, and I don't blame them because now I understand more, but um, a lot of people in Mysore are not exactly friendly. <laughs> and and, and now, that, that, now that I've been going back and forth, I've become one of those people. Oh, are you a little snooty now? <laughs> well, because, you, you know, like, it, especially the, my first trip, my first trip there were eight of us from noah school yeah Yeah. by the third month they were all gone and like i was all alone and like you got tired of meeting new people constantly Mm -hmm. so um and then the same conversation you know Mm. what posture are you doing what Mm. what, you know just that got old really quickly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um as the years went by i realized some of these people that i had met they don't keep in touch. It's like, you know, it's like, and I realized that I'd rather spend my time with people who I know are long-term friends. So I kind of like yeah. kept mm-hmm. to the people who I knew like well and kept in touch with. So I'm, I've made um, a lot of really like friends that I, to this day, I, I've actually visited them in their countries. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I visited Harmony in her country. <laughs> <Insane>. yeah. <laughs> 
Mm. It's interesting you bring that up though, because I think that is sort of a common experience with people who go the first time to Mysore and they feel like people aren't friendly or, you know, that it's cliquey or things like this. But, but I think there is a real, um, sort of, I guess, feeling like if you've been going to Mysore a lot of years, Mm -hmm. you kind of want to meet people who are going to come back in a way, right. That aren't just boyering in like, Oh, I'm here for a month to check it out. And I'm never going to see you again. Like you want to kind of invest your time and your energy with relationships and people who are like very sincere practitioners, not just kind of like dropping in and dropping out and you're never going to hear from them or see them again. Mm-hmm. Because it takes a lot to invest in like friendships with but people. It, it doesn't take so much to extend a kindness to a new no, student like not, Joey in the bathroom. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I always appreciated that actually about Noah, um, Noah Williams, your teacher. Mm-hmm. He was always so good, you know, and he was a, a certified teacher and I met him on my first trip there too. And he I was always just the best at mm-hmm. any new person he saw, any like first time student, anybody looking even remotely like doe-eyed kind of like what's going on here. He would always introduce himself. Hi, I'm Noah. Mm-hmm. What's your name? Where are you from? He would always make an effort to go through that whole like first time conversation with people and it was just so sweet and so thoughtful of him I really appreciated that from Mm. him yeah Uh, yeah Noah's awesome and Kimberly's also really friendly too of course I mean Kimberly's like beyond friendly (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) but it was just like you know it's interesting because like a lot of certified teachers or teachers who were long-term practitioners or students going to Mysore, you know, would kind of stick with their group and not really like extend themselves out to first time students. And he was definitely one of the the few people, both him and Kimberly, you know, were the one of the sort of the, the other people who person do that it. comes to mind and I he's he's probably got the sweetest heart, aside from Russell obviously, um, <laughs> is um Nick Evans. Oh, I love Nick Evans. Like, what I always Nick, get a hug from yeah. Nick Evans is the best hug in the world. It's yeah, true. It's true. And Nick I does think, the music for the show, but refuses to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. Nick's on the show every episode, mm-hmm. but and, not um, really. I I think we hung out at Nick Evans' house. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And and I I don't know where it is, but I think you did a sketch of me. Oh, I did. Yeah, I still have it. Oh, I you? Should, of course I do. Yeah, I've got it in the other room. It must be really valuable now. Uh, it must be like 30, 40 bucks. Uh, yeah. I remember that. You did a sketch of me. We'll yeah, 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 yeah. That was... We'll mail it to you, Joey. Yeah, we should do that. We are should. you coming to LA? Why not? You, are you welcoming us? Well, <laughs> we can stay with you. your timing because I know you're going to Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going Harmony. to Palm Desert. Th- that's we, that's why we did the show is that we could ask you on the show if we could if Harmony could stay. With you. <laughs> no, well, you're more than welcome to stay. The, the problem is the timing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it's okay. I have it's a place all to stay in Palm Desert. But are you flying through LA or just going no, to Palm Desert? straight actually to Palm Springs. Yeah, my my wife wanted to take your workshop. Yeah, oh. she should come. Yeah, yeah but that's about the time I'm doing my water fast. Well, you can do your water fast. Why, you can come to the workshop. Why are you doing a water fast, Joey? <laughs> Um, it's for health reasons. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, are you familiar with water fasting? Not really. No. no tell I, us about it. This sounds so interesting to me. I want to hear all about it. It is actually really interesting, and that's why I do it. Um, so about maybe three or four years ago, I came across intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I did a little intermittent fasting. It was really good. The harmony makes me do she. What it's my experience is that I'm starving most of the day. I don't make him do anything. <laughs> um, and then I finally get to eat at 6 p.m. So, so I came across this um, video in Amazon, and this is mm-hmm. called Fasting. Yeah. And um, it talks about the different types of fasting. And um, one of them is called is Water Fast. And um, I had read about it. And in 2016... There's a doctor named, a Japanese doctor named Yoshinori Osumi. Mm-hmm. And um, he got a Nobel Prize, Prize. And what he discovered is when you are in a fasting state, um, the cells um, triggers autophagy. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the word. Yeah, the cells like start to eat the bad parts of exactly. themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Um, that's, the body that's will, will eat, eat abnormal cells and, and, and turn it into energy. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a way of cleansing your body. And yeah. um, so I found a, the place that I wanted to go to is in Northern California called True North. Mm-hmm. But to get an appointment in, in, in True North, um, well, they didn't even respond to me. They didn't come back to me because they're always full. Mm-hmm. But I started Googling and just within an hour from where I live in Yorba Linda, there's a guy that trained in True North. Hmm. So um, I did my first um, water fast in, in Yorba Linda. I did eight days. Wow. Yeah. And it's and just, water? just water? It's yeah. just wow. water. Yeah. You could do that at home though, surely. I, the second time I did, I did it at home for five <laughs> days. For five days. Yeah. Wow. And, and I always feel amazing when I do that. Um, obviously I lose weight. But I also burn fat because when, when, um, when you're not eating, the body starts you know, to burn your fat and also mm-hmm. to break down your um, abnormal cells. So to me, it's kind of like an oil change in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because w- once tax season rolls, I'm drinking coffee, I'm eating all kinds of junk food. So. Yeah. Right. And I've always been a big guy. You know what I mean? And so losing weight is always kind of like an issue. Can, um, I'd like to ask you more about that, if you don't mind you know, maybe exploring the issue a little bit. Um, from my impression, Mysore, it seems like they've got a serious size bias there. Uh, like maybe in Iyengar, it's not as pronounced. You know, people are a bit fuller, have a bit more meat on their bones. But in, in Gokulam, it really seems to favor the skinny fuckers. And I'm just... Um, that's kind of true. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty huge... Um, for compared to most of the people that go to Mysore on a regular basis. But you're uh, a normal sized person in the normal world. Hmm? You're a yeah, normal yeah. sized person in LA. Um, yeah. Well, well, the thing is, is I, I never really went a lot of like a good chunk of people that went to Mysore were already either already teachers or wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of it is dependent on how far you go with um, what postures you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always stuck in Marichasana Sea. Always? Yeah. Yeah. I can't mind because I'm too big. 
Right. You wouldn't move on from that posture? Um, no. Um, well, it depends on who, 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 who I'm practicing with. Because at some, one, at some point, I, I decided to go um, practice with Saraswati. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. So She's a nice lady. 2011, I think, when I came back, um, I decided to practice with Saraswati. I just didn't like the chaos of the main shawl anymore. And, yeah. yeah. And I've always been historically one of her favorite students. Oh, she's a sweetie. Yeah. And, and it started, I think, in 2004, my first trip. You know, like, I always saw people wanting to talk or ask questions to Sharat and Guruji. Mm-hmm. And the only time I talked to Sharat is when I had, like, a simple question. And Guruji, when I paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But I would see Saraswati sitting out um, in the in, outside the house, and I would just sit beside her, and I would just talk to her. Yeah. So from the from my very first trip, you know, I had like a really good relationship with Saraswati, and um, and she would always help me in Marichasana Sea. Yeah. Nice. And the funny thing is, um, in two thousand five, they came to LA. Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, like Noah and Kimberly hosted them. Obviously, we were going to be there. And, of, of course, I was going to be there. As, as Kimberly time, once told me, never host the family in your hometown. <laughs> yeah, because they don't get you anything. You can avoid it. Everything you can avoid it. Family. It's, yeah. it's a lot of work for not that much money. It's actually, it's a net loss. <clears throat> yeah. But, but um, what was really interesting is um, in a room of 300 people, um, when it came to Mari Chasanasi, guess who was right beside me? Oh, so I've always I'm been. A G. Yeah, so I, I love I love her to death. Yeah, yeah. You know. So what happened when you practiced with her? Did she let you go beyond Mari Chasanasi? Um, yeah, she would let me do. Um, is that is that Navasana where you go up like that? Yeah, on the left? yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah, and I think she would let me play around with Buja Pindasana. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, I've seen her roll a gigantic, a gigantic police officer around on his belly in second series, mm. doing Parja Dhanurasana. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Like you know, it's um. One of the problems I found was um. So I'm not supposed to do dropbacks. Oh, you're not supposed to. I'm not supposed to because you know where I'm at, right? You know, I can't oh, I see. Yeah, the, the Ashtanga rules. Yeah. 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 Um, but Saraswati would always let me do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She would drop me back. Yeah. Nice. And there was a point wherein, um, I think there was a time wherein it was just her and she would let me do drop backs. My back is pretty open. I can drop back easily. Um, yeah. I, even if I'm big, I have no problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a time when they were arguing Saraswati and Sharad, because, you know, I didn't yeah. care either way, but I just kind of felt bad because they were fighting over me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like, I didn't want to disrespect Saraswati because I love her. Mm. You know, she's like a mother to me. I also didn't want to dis- disrespect Sharad, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, at one point, you know, I just kind of, because it was so hard to get into Sharad and all that, I'm like, Saraswati will never turn me down. Yeah, that's right. I don't care if there are 300 people. If I ask her, can I come in? She's going to let me in. You know? Yeah. So I started practicing with her, you know, and, the, you know, I would, I love coming in at four o'clock in the morning or quarter to four when it just opens. It's very quiet. And, and I'm not big into adjustments. Like if no one adjusts me, I'm fine. I just like to be in the space. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so like the last, 
I think three trips I would go. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would just go straight to Saraswati. And, and for about a year and a half, Sherat didn't talk to me. Sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. I mean, it's not understandable. It's, I mean, I, I can anticipate that like that the happening. idea. Of I can yeah. anticipate that he would I'm do that. Student. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, you know, um, but we reconciled. Yeah. Oh. Good. <laughs> um, I have a nice story. Um, it was a summer and he had taken a break. Yeah. So we were in the main shala. Um, oh, you, Saraswati's class was in the main shala that year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Saraswati used to tell me one time, I don't know, out of blue, she would, um, when she was in um, their old house, she would say, this is main shala. The (laughs) other main shala, Guruji gave that to me. I own that. Yeah. 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 It is really her house, you know. That's Um, right. Yeah. (laughs) And she kicked him out one year. Yeah, exactly. Deservedly. So what happened was um, Sherat was, Sherat was um, cleaning his office that summer because he wasn't teaching. I think he was getting ready to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so he started assisting Saraswati student. Nice. And hmm. then as, as we were outside getting coconuts, he came out. And started giving stuff away because he had so much crap in his office. Oh, like maybe a, a painting I'd given him or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. one of the things That's is the old, the old um, yoga bags with a uh, Ashtanga Yoga Research Institute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bags. That's that's he, a fine. He, he gave me like the uh, last one because they stopped making it. I still yeah. use it right now. Oh, And because he was vintage, because he was in a good mood. Because what, what did I say to him? I said, oh, sure, I really like that bag. You guys stop making that bag. And he goes, and this is the usual joke is when you buy in Marichasa, the sea will start making it again. Nah. <laughs> yeah, oh, maybe man. next year. And and um because he was in such a good mood, I said, Hey Sharat, can I see your house? And he goes, Okay, come with me later. Oh and, um, nice. And so um after he started getting rid of all his stuff, I actually um was able to see his house, and that was See, I don't spend time with Sharat one-on-one. Like, I've always just said hello. Mm-hmm. I would say minimal things because I, because everybody wants his time. And this is probably the only time we're in. I had one-on-one time with Sharat. Mm-hmm. So um, I got a whole tour of the house from the ground, ground, ground floor all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. And then um, I had coffee, which was really strong. Yeah. With him. <laughs> And I kind of told him, you know, I said, you know, Sharat, you know, I hope you don't mind. It's the reason why I practice with Taraswati because, you know, so many people want to practice with you. And I said, I'm not a teacher. I don't really need to be authorized or certified. So I just want to come and practice. And I know there are no limits. Like, I don't know now if Saraswati has limits, but Mm. even if it were, it didn't matter because I know she'd let me in. Yeah, that's right. You know, like she would never turn me down. So, and you know, I was just telling him, he goes, no, it, and he was telling me, no, it can be also for you know people who who, who don't have advanced practice, you know. But he understood, and after that, yeah. when I'd see him, you know, he would smile at me and stuff like that. Oh, nice. But for a while, for like about two years, he gave me that look. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that I'm very familiar <laughs> with that look. I yeah, just wanted so, to know if you felt in Mysore given that your size was different than the the norms that were there these with these yoga rexics 
if um did you feel judged did you feel excluded were, were you, did you still feel welcomed in the community i didn't care mm. ah because i wanted to be there i being there to me was all that mattered and plus at, at, at a certain point i knew who my real friends were mm. right you exactly. know and and in a way i was clickish in that sense because you know like these were friends that i had known for years and years and years and i've actually I had I had a funny uh, conversation one time. We were having like an afternoon tea in in, in my apartment. I had an amazing apartment, by the way. Um, <laughs> I remember you shared it with Eddie. Is that right? Did you guys? Oh, that was my my old one, right? It's called the Robin House, which is close yeah, to yeah, where yeah. you stay. Yeah, yeah, that's but right. In the last maybe four years, um, you know Rima, right? Sure, I know Rima. Yeah, I'm very close to Rima. So okay. Rima has has apartment where you guys stayed, I think. Mm, in Ashwibara, where, where 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 Andrew stayed? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Stayed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had her. I had her apartment in Yadavagiri. Oh, which wow. is about fifteen minutes away from the shala. Yeah, nice. and I was on the sixth floor. Mm-hmm. Elevator, swimming pool, elevator, everything. It's a gated community. But like elevator is the important part. <laughs> Elevators. Oh, okay, good. Pool, <sighs> creational center, security guard. You couldn't go in unless I let you in. Oh wow! Call me, you know. So I <laughs> kept her, I kept Rima's apartment for about two or three years, and I love that place. Yeah, um, you that's know? like Mysore high class. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, man. Amazing pool, private pool. Yeah, yeah. private pool. Um, You'd have to worry about with all those Western girls in their bathing suits. <laughs> well, well, Kranti used to get mad at me, you know, because Kranti would always say. Um, Joy, why why don't you come to um, the regales with us to go swimming? And I'd look at Granti. I'm like, Granti, I have my own pool. <laughs> you know, it was because it was a ama- it was an amazing apartment. Three, yeah, three bathrooms. There were like four buildings, and in the middle was was the swimming pool. Wow. So I would swim. I I would actually inv- invite whoever I wanted to to go swimming every now and then. Mm-hmm. And um, so so one of the one of the afternoon tea we had one time and we were talking i was with um elena um from from milan and i was with uti from helsinki and a few other people l always lived with me yeah and uti made the big mistake of saying oh you know what helsinki so beautiful you should come and visit me and before i could say anything elena looks at her and said are you serious and then she kind of got shocked, and she goes, "Yeah, why?" He goes, "Because he's been to Milan three times." Because uh, I, I always have the time in the summer to go. Yeah, he will yeah. go and if you invite him. Me. I'm there. He will go. We also have a basement suite. You can come visit Joey. <laughs> okay, no, I, I'll, I'll keep that in my list. You know, we'll I my home is. I mean, my our home is 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 welcome to all of our Filipino friends. <laughs> First, Where, you're Cal- Calgary. That's yeah. right, Calgary. Yeah, I've never been there, so yeah, we have like a foot of snow on the ground today. So we do. <laughs> I'm sure you'd enjoy it. It's something novel for you to see. The other uh, person who who invited me um, to 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 um, what you call that is um, Gabriele. He made the ah, mistake. Ah, Gabriele, <laughs> same mistake in Rome. I visited. I'm Your, here. The Italians always call me Joy. He goes, Joy, come visit me in Rome. And I was just looked at him. I'm like, are you kidding me? I've never been to Rome. I've been to Rome three times, by the way. Nah. So nice. Well, 
it's just such an interesting perspective, Joey, because I think for it's it's hard for a lot of our listeners to understand. So many of them won't go to Mysore unless their practices are top notch. They prepare for it. They want their practices to be ready. And I think um, a lot of people can't imagine going to Mysore uh, without that uh, agenda of, of achievement. But you seem to have a very different experience that your purpose in going to Mysore was, was, was to do yoga. Was to do yoga, irregardless. Uh, like, Imagine that. Like Arjuna and Krishna, like irregardless of the of the achievement, your goal was to have the experience. Well, I, this is what I always remember Guruji saying, and I think I've t- taken it to heart. Um, and he said, you must have been practicing yoga with me in a prior life for you to be here. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that in my heart because, you know, if I could go, it's open. If I had time, I would go right now and take the first plane. Yeah. You know, because um, I not only fell in love with the Shala, but I fell in love with India. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah so, so everything else, that was really not important to me. I mean, do I want to buy my chastity? Yes, before I die. Mm. <laughs> I plan to. No rush, but I will. You know? <laughs> um, my mom does too. She would also like to do that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, but it didn't. I, I, I wasn't. I had no intentions of teaching. I still probably don't. Um, I did miss an opportunity, though. Um, I was in the Philippines one time, and my cousin, who's um, a rehab doctor, a rehab medicine doctor, mm-hmm. I had asked her. We had a, we were in conversation. I'm like, do you incorporate um, yoga um, in in in, in um, rehab medicine? And she goes, we're open to it, but we don't know how to do yoga. You have to remember, in 2004, there weren't a lot of Filipinos going to Mysore. No. And when I was preparing for my first trip, everybody I knew in in Cebu or whatever was like, why are you going to India? Mm -hmm. You know? Like, there are only a handful of Filipinos that were going to Mysore then. Maybe Tina Lagdameo? Did you meet her? Yeah, Tina was there, I think. I don't... I don't I, I don't know. But but those Filipinos were probably American Filipinos. Yes, they were. Yeah. Yes, she was. Because the Filipino Filipinos that were living, that's just recent. Maybe in the Yeah, yeah, that's recent. Tina was uh, raised in America. Yeah. yeah. She was um yeah. she was director or deputy director of the White House initiative on Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. Mm. And so she was going there. Um she had worked for the Clinton administration. And then got burned out during the Bush administration and quit and was just going to Mysore and, and trying to decompress and then got hired by the, the Obama administration and went back. Yeah. The person that I knew was Vincent. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Vincent. Yeah. yeah. From, so from LA. It was practice. Vincent actually lives um, like in Long, Long Beach and he was driving up to Noah's and that's how I knew him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took me under his wing because it was his second trip. Yeah, oh, nice. And, yeah. Um, you guys did a dance together, I think. Yes, that was like amazing too. Can you tell us about that? Well, it was our, our we had actually flown, me, Vincent, um, had flown from LA together. Um, and, and we were already close in LA after our first trip because he kind of like showed me around and he even taught me how to ride a scooter. Um, <laughs> so... 
we were in Mysore together in 2006. That was the summer of 2006 because Guruji's birthday is in, is in a July. So um, I had gotten into Bollywood movies in 2000, the first two trips. Yeah, I remember that about you. Yeah, yeah. and um, I would watch Bollywood and I loved it. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I had a collection of, 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 of DVDs. I remember being at your house and Bollywood always being on, actually. Yeah. Um, so I introduced, I introduced um, Vincent to um, Bollywood. Um, and the first movie I, um, I, sh- I showed him was this movie called Kal Ho Na Ho. Um, mm-hmm. And it's with Shah Rukh Khan and Pretty Zinta. And yeah, Shah Rukh Khan is a gorgeous human being. Yeah. And, and, and after that, I just showed Vincent all the Bollywood movies that I had been watching. <laughs> I fell in love with it. And he had asked me while we were in Mysore, um, um, do you think we um, we can do a Bollywood ba- dance for Guruji's birthday? He could choreograph a dance by just watching the movie. Whoa. But yeah, we, sh- we should. I, 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 I'd be open to it. Um, <laughs> Why would you be open to it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've done, I've, by the way. I've done um, for Guruji's ninth, hundredth birthday. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was um, when we were in Mysore practicing with Saraswati. But that's another story. Um, <laughs> but I want to finish this story because it's really good. Um, so Vincent had met somebody, um, American girl, who went to Bangalore to do LASIK eye surgery. Um. And he found out that, you know, it's like $1,000 for both eyes. And then in California, it's like $5,000. And he had always wanted to get LASIK eye surgery. And, and, and the results of um, this girl's LASIK eye surgery was really good. Um, so he asked me and he said, can you accompany me to Bangalore? I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. And the apartment we were staying was owned by a friend of Stanley. Um, so Stanley came along. Stanley Lim? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Brett came along too. Preporzia. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that was a recipe for disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fun <laughs> trip already. So we go to we go we go to um we go to Bangalore for the, you know Friday afternoon. He Vincent goes for a checkup, and then after that, um the following morning he had a procedure. By noontime, was the procedure? Yeah, by noontime, we were um, on the Shatabdi Express at 1 o'clock. It goes from... from um, Bangalore to Madras. So it's me, Brad, um, me, Brad, Stanley, and Vincent. Um, and as we're waiting for the train, guess who we see? I'm not sure. Camilla. Oh, Sharmila. Sharmila. Going to Mysore. Shami. She's Sharad going sister. to Mysore too on the train. Oh, my goodness. So, so we're in the train. We're literally surrounding Sharmila, you know, just talking to her. You know, I, I got close to Sharmila. When I see her, I always say hello. And, you know, yeah. Um, and Vincent looks at me, and I knew why he looked at me that way. And I said, yeah, you should go for it. So Vincent asked Sharmila, um, do you think Guruji would enjoy a Bollywood dance? <laughs> Next thing you know, Sharmila's on the phone calling her mom and Sharad. Yeah. Oh, they're going to do a Bollywood dance, blah, blah, blah. We get to Mysore and Sharad picks up Sharmila and um, 
And, and Sharmila insists that we all ride with, with her going back to Gokulam. Oh. <laughs> all like squash into um, the CRV of, of Sharat. And, yeah. you know, Sharmila's telling Sharat, hey, you know, they're going to, they're going to, um, they're going to, um, they want to do a Bollywood dance. And then, and then um, Sharat cranks up um, songs from the movie Kalhana Ho. And so we're kind of like singing in the car on the way back to Gokulam. <laughs> I was like, crazy. it's hilarious. Like we never, you know, never in my wildest dream I'd be doing a Bollywood dance in India. Exactly. So we, get, we get to Mysore and the following morning, you know, Saraswati approaches us like, you guys are doing a Bollywood dance, right? And like, I'm like, okay, we're going to do it. <laughs> You know, it was the easiest thing because we just asked people and they were so, yeah, we want to do it, you know. Uh, fantastic. Philippa, um, Philippa Faye, um, Rima, um, yeah, yeah. Amy, Mark, and Catherine. And um, Mary Williams was supposed to be the mother. Oh, Maeve. Yeah. Yeah, um, fantastic. She backed out so um, Faith's friend Anne took that role and we got the whole group we we knew on monday by tuesday we were all set and we were we were rehearsing morning and afternoon how many how many times did you rehearse i think for about a week but like we're all like hardcore like two hours in the morning and uh two and a half hours in the afternoon (laughs) yeah because you're gonna be on stage in a week we gotta get the we gotta get the band together we gotta get the show on the road it's really fun and and a lot of people actually found out later it's like wow i wanted to join you know yeah Yeah. it was so much fun that that dance was so much fun that video went everywhere yeah that's fantastic and then we got we have we all have a nice picture together with gurji nice yeah um, moments um because just watching Guruji's um, smile and um, he really appreciated it and we really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, so, that, so that much was, fun. You know, um, <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. I, I want to know what's your ambition now with your practice? What do you, you want to get Marichi to see? What's a good, what's a practice look like now? Where do you practice now? What do you well, do? Um, this, this last tax season has been brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, we in February, which is really the wrong time to do it, um, the firm that I work for merged with a bigger firm. Oh, okay, a lot yeah. of the small size accounting firms, from like ten people to fifty, they're merging with bigger firms because there's just not enough staff around. Um, mm-hmm. So this year has been brutal. Um, we had to change systems and. Um, and the software wasn't working the way it was. Um, and then we had to move office in July. Mm. So by the end of October 15, I was just, I was, I knew already around May, I was like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Time to take a break and huh? do yeah. a water fast. And, and the good thing is, um, I, I made a aggressive financial move about three years ago. Um, I Bitcoin. went on, Huh? Bitcoin. No, Tesla. <laughs> I I went all in on Tesla. Tesla. Oh, wow. oh man, you made a mint. Yeah, I started. <laughs> oh wow! At sixty dollars, and I went as low as forty. Oh, so I killed it. So that's why I could take time off. Way to go! So I just the funny thing is I I did my research, 
And I was like, why is there such a disconnect between the mainstream media and what I'm seeing on the internet? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I learned was it was in the best interest for the mainstream media um, for Tesla to fail. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure that out until I, I, I came across an article which, um, which said that the top five advertisers in the world are automakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like advertising on TV. And Tesla doesn't advertise. Yeah. And so yeah. researching and in, um, in 2019 of January, whatever little savings I had, because I didn't have much savings. I was going to India every year. Mm -hmm. Little savings I had, I started buying. And I just kept buying and buying and buying. And I was hoping I could buy for three or four years around the, the, the three to 400 range. Mm -hmm. But the year later, it hit 900. Shit. That was before the split. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was able to pick up as low as 245, which is no 225, which is $45. So I killed it. <laughs> yeah. Good, good for you, Joey. Yeah. Wow. Um, Harmony my, bought uh, big into Beyond Meat with, well, with some of... I'm sorry to interrupt you. Harmony bought big into Beyond Meat with some of my extra money. and I didn't, She didn't ask, but it all went into Beyond Meat. So that's where we are. Yeah, you should have got Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to get Tesla. Mm. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah well next time next, next time life. i'll be calling you up joey you got any stock tips what, what's going on over there well i where could people find you if they wanted to get their taxes done for their ashtanga yoga <laughs> he just quit businesses you're done you're out you're you're completely out that's it you don't have another job lined up in february i, I wouldn't recommend me to anybody ah <laughs> All right. Well, maybe they'll have to go to TurboTax then. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure someone will see you along the Ashtanga Yoga Trail and be like, "Hey, Joey, we heard you on the podcast." Mm, I hope so. Yeah, well, well, I'll, 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 I'll link, I'll link it to my um, my high school class is preparing a um, the 40 year anniversary. Um, wow! And mm. so we have a Viber group. So yeah, nice. Yeah, you can send it out. Classmates can see can can hear it. Amazing. That'd be, nice. yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on our it's little really show. Really great connecting, man. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you guys. And and if you're not if you're in LA, give us a call. For sure, Absolutely. we will. I mean, if if it weren't for the water, I probably I wouldn't mind because we love going to Joshua Tree. We're actually going to go there yeah. for Thanksgiving. Oh, so yeah. Nice. You should do Joshua Tree. It's not we far. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've we spent we spent a whole day there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we spend more than a whole day. We we go there like at least once a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. beautiful. And so you're flying out of Palm Springs too. Yeah. When when is your Palm Springs uh, uh, trip? November 18th to the 22nd. And maybe there's still time for people to sign up. Yeah, sure. Sign up. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Finding Harmony. With me, your host, Harmony Slater. You can find out more information on my website, harmonyslater.com. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Standing in eternity's shadow Watch
watching the breaking waves There's a heart